1: You are in. the it's with me. Bram no Marcus or Maxime today, but I am fired up to announce that rejoining us after way too long, the host of the Morning Roast on 95.7 the game, a man whose passion and knowledge has taken him to the top of the various sports radio mountain and a guy who isn't the biggest fan of the Giants front office right now, Mr.
2: Joe the Butcher Boy Shasky. What's going on, Joe? What's up, buddy? I yeah. You know, it's just crazy to me how there's so many crossover fans. You're a Warrior Giant fan, right? Yeah. And yet we treat the ownership groups so differently from each other. And I'm like, I, I, I've seen what Joe Lakeup has done in a short period of time. Not here pretending that Joe Lacob is the greatest owner who can't make any mistakes. Anyone can make a mistake. And, and rightfully, we'll criticize them. But we treat the Giants with such kid gloves. And we expect them to not be on the same level as, you know, the Dodgers or the Red Sox or the Yankees. Yet I'm literally watching in real time a dormant organization get turned into one of the top five pro franchises in any sport yeah. across the world. And I'm going, why aren't more people pissed off with the San Francisco Giants, yet we're furious that Joe Lakeup didn't spend five extra million on Gary Payton it's the second. Very... Like, that's make or breaking the, the Warriors moving forward. It's an interesting fucking question. What, what I was getting ready to say is... well, Sorry, learn. I... No, no, I no. To fuck I'd it. open
1: it up with this. I'm I I love you jumping immediately in with passion on it. What, what I was going to say, but I was wrong. What I was going to say is, well, look, Warrior fans have become entitled with the championships. You know, they win a few championships. Now that's for what to sure. think of. But fuck the Giants had the same run. They had three titles in six years. So no, I don't. It's I don't know why Warrior fans are as entitled as we've become. Or is it just that Giants fans are more passive? I don't have an answer for that. It's kind of an interesting well, look. Well,
2: think about it this way. Right. And I, and I mean this sincerely. We bitch to complain. Steph Curry needs help. Right. And, and it's fair. Believe yeah. me, it's fair. He is playing his whole career, essentially, with two Hall of Famers. Now, I would argue those both guys are Hall of Famers because of Steph. Yeah. But that's chicken egg. We can argue till we're blue in the face. How many people seriously, myself included, was like, you know, I wouldn't mind Katie on the warriors for the right price. Like it's never enough yet. Buster Posey went his whole career and God bless him. Hunter Pence is the best you can do as someone batting around him. Like how how how? Like oh. you get what I'm saying? Oh fuck yeah!
1: Well, and, and we even if we just keep it Warriors centric, the Warriors come off a title nobody expected. Nobody expected, principally no because the front office did exactly what they needed to do. We lose the event, and I understand he's more important than this, but we lose the 15th man on the roster and Gary Payton the second, and oh. everybody, it is fucking chicken little. You know, like <laughs> exactly. holy shit, you can't trust these guys anymore. They don't even care about championships. It's literally a title off season, and we're losing I know. our shit. It's um. It's an interesting look and this is conversational whiplash, but so I have joked in the past. I've given you shit about how much nicer your studio is. And I like um, the mics. I all whole thing. if there's ever been a better indication of that, than you sitting behind that dope ass mic stand and me holding <laughs> this piece of shit mic next to my <laughs> mouth. I mean, like, it's like this visual representation as we go forward. Joe, uh, You are our perfect guy for today. So what I have for us is our yeah. world, the golden questions thing, right? It, okay. Occasionally personal, always deals with the lawyers. And this one called you out by name, all right? So I've got a question Uh in the end that we're going to be doing that I'm really excited for. It's going to be hard for me to keep my concentration as we get there. But we got some Warriors stuff before we get to that one. And some of them look way in the future. And here's our first, okay? Who will be the Warriors starting lineup in three years? And so I I looked at this, and what I I imagine they're talking about is the 2024-2025 season. And the reason I think they've picked this is because that's when Clay is an unrestricted free agent. That's when Draymond's an unrestricted free agent. You know, that's when, like, these two title windows might be kind of flipping. All right. So, you know, we don't have a fucking time machine, um, but we know the team. We like to talk about them. What do you think, man? Think out loud for me here. You know, who would you put in that starting lineup for sure? I mean, Steph, right? I mean, I I feel Uh even three years, Steph, we we can etch in stone. These next four, I, I I'm not positive on. So I'm gonna because I'm a pussy and I don't have an answer, yeah. I'm gonna let you go first so I can piggyback. So you
2: let's do process of elimination. Like yeah. I, I don't know if Kavon Looney's gonna be here. Like he's your starter de facto. So yeah. let's just take him off the board. I don't know. Let's say question market center. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of comes down to Andrew Wiggins. Yep, uh Draymond Green and Klay Thompson. Now, if you're asking me who of those three I would it's interesting that you don't you don't even throw well, Wiseman as a possibility in there? I don't know where Wiseman and Moody and coming. I think it's easy yeah. for all of us to say, oh, they're starters and they're gonna get X amount of dollars or Jordan Poole's gonna get X yep. amount. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the known quantities because there's so much loyalty wrapped into that. Sure. I'm not giving Clay Thompson another max contract. Now, that being said. I do believe he reads the room better than a Draymond, for example. And I think that Draymond with two years left on his deal, already demanding a max deal. It feels to me, I could be way off here that he's signaling I'm going to be the first to go. That's the way I'm interpreting yep. it, because yep. God bless you, Draymond. You were almost unplayable and needed to be benched in two consecutive games on the road. Let's just call it what it is. He played great in the final game or two, but, like, he was god-awful. And anyone who, did, who wasn't saying, like, Draymond needs to sit, you're fooling yourself, mm-hmm. right? And and I, it's I love him. He's a Hall of Famer. He'll have his jersey retired but I don't think he's in it. I do think clay reads the room and I don't know if he's a starter at that point. Is he like a Ray Allen for the heat off yeah. the bench kind of a guy? I could see him aging gracefully, you know, Ginobili pretty much didn't start, but been, right. even at the end when he was an old man, he was effective for 20 minutes yeah. off the bench. Right. I see clay in that role. I could be way wrong. I don't think Moody Kaminga and Wiseman, if you're asking me, Joe, because that's what it's about too. Of course, Moody, Kaminga Wiseman. I would say two of them are starters. I I don't think it's three. And right now, I actually have Kaminga red flagged more than James Wiseman. Attitude to me, that's a big red flag. I'm not saying I'm out on him. I love the talent. We all do. Something's going on with him. And the fact that that got leaked, that he wasn't working hard, didn't your ears perk up? Fuck yeah! here's when
1: they perked up again. We had C.J. Holmes, the beat writer, on a couple weeks yeah. ago, and I ran that by him. You know, so here's this story. What do you think? And what his answer wasn't no. His answer was, I can neither confirm nor deny that which I've is heard basically similar confirming. Things, Which is a fucking yes. Yeah. Well, and I and I don't. even, I also I watched those summer league games when he was skipping high five lines, you
2: know, after, after the games,
1: I I don't you know, it's not exactly what I'd like to see in this stage Uh right now.
2: Well, I love the guy, but he he's already got the Rodman attitude without the Rodman resume (laughs) homie. Like you got to do a few things. And I had heard from people again that he thought he should have been starting in the finals. Love that from the kid. I love that kind of confidence. But you also have to read the room. I'm a big believer in the number one attribute in life is self-awareness, right? And more so for sports than anything else. Like know when it's time, know your role on the team. I'm seeing Russell Wilson, great player, all-timer. He has zero self-awareness of how corny he comes off. And I think he's becoming disingenuous now. You see this with Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, Uh Kevin Durant, What's the key element? It's not talent. Yeah, you're right. It's self-awareness. Yeah, you're right. So give. So who do you got then? Who are you putting in the starting lineup? If you ask me right now, I think Moody ends up actually being the piece either traded or staying in the starting lineup. I don't know about Kaminga. I'm a little worried Kaminga might get packaged with Draymond Green. Tantalizing upside. I'm not sure where he fits in the ball movement system. Like, Clearly the guy has all the talent in the world. I just don't know, man. I'm a little worried right now. And if you'd asked me six months ago, I would have never have put him in this conversation. Wiseman. I think they're going to get him on the cheap for the second contract.
1: Yeah. So the, you and I are in very similar places. All right. So, and the way I was going to approach it is. And Jordan,
2: kinda... I think Jordan pool, by the way, I forgot it, to say, I think Jordan pool will be a starter.
1: I think uh, pool is going to be a huge component of the team, but so
2: here, here's my thinking. Yeah.
1: yeah. The, and I was approaching it the same way. So who can I? Who I feel real comfortable putting up there? Who can Damn. I etch in stone? Right, Steph. Steph, etched in stone. <laughs> All day. Wiggins. I think that I think he, I'm with that you. Did I not address run? Wiggins?
2: No, but you did. Yeah. You did say. Him. Yeah, but, so I think I, Wiggins. To me, Wiggins, Wiggins still in his prime. Roll Absolutely with him right. if he plays the three or the four or the two yep. defensively. It doesn't matter. Love Wiggins. It's his defense. It's his position flexibility.
1: What the fuck he just showed us, and his yes. age. So he's on. So there's two. Agreed. Moody of the young guys, for all the reasons, of the I, most reliable, I, I an feel emotional good about maturity. Those three. From there on out, I don't know. So, like, I, I want to say pool, right? But a backcourt that's pool and Steph is a shit show. Uh huh. You know, like, I don't, I'm not sure how that they would necessarily work that out. I want to say Wiseman, but I have no idea what the fuck to expect from Wiseman. You know, they're going to need an athletic center, but do we know for sure he's even going to be healthy or, um, and then the other thought I had, we, we both essentially said it, I'm just going to say it in black and white. I don't think Draymond is on the team. I no. think during this season, I think in the 2024-2025 season, I think unfortunately, as much as I love him, I think he's going to be the cap casualty. Um, I'm with and, him. And that still leaves two spots I'm not sure on. I want to put JK in there. I want to put Wiseman in. But I don't know. I Like, I don't, I don't feel confident doing that where we stand right now.
2: Yeah, and, and obviously the way the league, like, it's just so – it moves so quick. Like I didn't have DeJounte Murray on Atlanta, but I certainly didn't have him leaving San Antonio anytime soon. Like right. to me, he was one of their pieces they would build around. And we see this in the league. It just, it happens so quick. Um. So I, I have no idea what, what to make a couple of years from now. I will say this. It does feel this year, 2022, 2023. It feels to me like the last great run for this yeah. unit. I'm talking clay, Steph, iggy draymond looney wiggins that particular core i feel like this is the last good run and i'm gonna try to soak it in
1: i don't think there's any question um and i think we have to and it also so it underlines thank god they won last year you oh, know, like this it, is totally, house money now, you know, totally. so like there isn't, there's not this angst that I would be feeling. I don't have to justify it to anybody anymore. They're a fucking dynasty. If you realize it or don't, you know, that it, it doesn't matter. Um, And yeah, this is one of those, I'm one of those guys who don't appreciate things till the end. You know, like, like I buy uh, candy at a movie and I eat all of it before the fucking previews are done. And then like those, those last, like my last red vine, I hold on to that motherfucker until the ending credits. And I love the shit out of it. This is it. This is the last fucking red vine. This is, yeah. the year, you know, and so like, <laughs> yeah, one of these pieces, man, media day, regular, like dig in, soak it in. Cause we're not going to have you know the dynasties don't happen they happened here make sure you appreciate it um here's our next question and this one goes out to you directly this part i'm going to cut out joe if you don't want to answer this one you no, don't do I- have to okay the uh the question is ask joe the mushrooms question so last week, we or a couple of weeks ago, we explored whether or not various members of this show have done hallucinogenics.
2: Oh, Nobody is this because really of Aaron Rodgers? Uh, no, there was no
1: background. Well, maybe it was. Who knows why they oh, sent okay. it in. Um, but they asked if, in fact, we did hallucinogenics, what member of the Golden State Warriors would we want to do them with? And I came clean and didn't directly say that I did them, but may or may not have had a few stories. And the baseline I had is like, look, dude. You want someone who you can count on, who's not going to do some crazy shit out of nowhere, they're Mm -hmm. they're dependable, and who can be flexible conversation-wise. They can either do the kind of serious thing or the totally off-the-wall thing and be able to go left and right. And who I ended with was Steve Kerr. I think he would be a lot of fun to do fucking shrooms with. I'd be on board for that. So if you could pick That's any good member answer. of the current NBA, it's a really good answer. Thank you, man. And, and like we had CJ and Marcus both told me Kyrie, which makes me feel like they've never done shrooms. Yeah, you know, no, like, it's like this, like bullshit. No. Fucking... He would have cats and stuff. It would be very <laughs> weird. That's I would it, be dude. tripped out. He's you're a hundred percent right. They gave yeah. me clay, but I feel like clay abandons me at some point. You know, mm-hmm. like we're like mm-hmm. on his boat and he jumps off, you know, and like and now yeah. I'm on this fucking boat by myself. So you could do shrooms with any member of the NBA, current or past. Who do you got?
2: Oh, this is such a great question. Well, first off, yes, I've done shrooms many times, not in the last fifteen years yeah. or so. Um, too and- much of a commitment as you get older. I'm I'm with exactly you, you know, like, yeah, too many hours. It- I'm totally out on them these days. And I (laughs) honestly, it, it really like, it set me back. Your boy was was off. Listen <laughs> this way: every time I see Scarface two, the second DVD, or well, I guess it's VHS. There was two VHSs. Yeah. I think of this one experience when we shroomed. It's a long story. But what a terrible decision,
1: Joe! What are you doing, watching fucking Scarface, dude? It was. And I see you being really good on shrooms, by the way. I see you being really steady, I don't, uh, like dude. all those those character
2: traits I just described. I see you being solid on. But I, how I many of my buddies were smoking stogs, just looking at the <laughs> orange light on the end of the cigarette? But you know. I've thought about this long and hard, and I wanted to go Mike Brown before you even went Steve Kerr, but then Mike Brown might hop on the Harley and leave me ghosted. He could. He could. And I I, I love that guy for it. Yeah. You know, honestly, I would want to do it with Stan Van Gundy because Stan Van Gundy is a complete lunatic, and I don't know if you know he doesn't do condiments. He doesn't like any dips or anything like that. He is just so – even though he's from Martinez, California, so Midwest white boy, we would just (laughs) sit on the couch and probably giggle and laugh and have a good time. I get a kick out of Stan Van Gundy. I don't know. Most people don't.
1: That's a great no. His dry humor, his observations and and, and his self-deprecation. He'd make fun of himself the whole fucking time. He'd have a couple of great Jeff stories. Jeff might show up and would be funny kind of too. That's a very solid answer. Here's
2: who I know I wouldn't want to do it with. I'll tell you this right now. The one, number one power bird manny Anderson. I'm not doing it. I would walk away with a neck tattoo or something. And there's just no way in hell what? I could
1: do it with him. And he'd
2: shifted at the last moment to be like, actually, we're doing meth.
1: So good luck with that. <laughs> Let's see what fucking happens here. Uh oh, here's our next good. question. What player in the NBA do you sports hate the most right now? So I, I'll leave that yeah. to you. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got some answers yeah. kind
2: of flowing around, but yeah. I, I need your direction again. So I'll, I'll let you. Yeah, go. I'm I'm. I'm going to start with this guy. And it's not because of what everyone else thinks it is. I'm going to start with Kyrie Irving. And the reason why it's not, I and mean, that's an easy one. I think a lot of people go, Kyrie to me has no idea what it's like to live a difficult life and have to spend money, your hard earned money to to support sports fans. I think he disrespects the consumer mm. at every single turn and i think more than anything i don't think he realizes how good he has it and it really bothers me now look joe i could be told uh bram hey he's got serious mental issues and i would believe you on that but he has the resources to go get them like he really does so many people don't have the resources to kind of like balance themselves out in life i think he is so delusional and has been so rich and so famous for so long in his life he has lost touch with reality I hate how well
1: thought out that answer was. So, I mean, all, all I have is like bullshit. I'm going to say like Chris Paul, because he's annoyed me and like beat us a bunch of times, you know? And like, I I can't get over that. You're just like a fucking take on
2: society, Joe. I mean, like that was really well thought out there. Because he really does bother me. Like, and I, I I think of like my brother, right? My brother, you know, he's a plumber. He works his butt off and this guy's complaining that that he can't, I'm again, whatever your thoughts are on COVID and shots and things like that, that's fine. But at the end of the day, He hates you, the fan, who pays his salary, whether watching, whether paying for tickets, et cetera. And to me, that's the part I'm like, come on, man. Like, come on. You're playing a kid's game. Anytime someone
1: goes out of their way to tell and show me I'm this more than you. You know, like if someone's like, I drive a Tesla to let me know that they're that much more rich. And all of his comments scream, I'm smarter than you. I don't know. I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. been like been able to catch yourself. But I'm so much smarter than you that I, I you are absolutely right. Um, I was getting ready for a fight about should we hate John ja Morant, and now that this has been such a like much more thought
2: out segment, I don't even know if I can well, go to the John ja Morant stuff. I, no, you- but you know what? I think they they go hand in hand because John ja Morant's another one, bro. Read the room. you're you're, you're reading gangster rap lyrics to people on Twitter. You're literally worth a billion dollars, essentially, as a sports entity at this point. Somebody needs to get to him and tell him, like, dude, like, I get it. Everybody wants to be tough and elevate yourself out. That's why I have a big problem with Kevin Garnett. Kevin, you've been a zillionaire, not not just rich, a zillionaire since you were 17. I don't need all the thuggery every now and then when you're doing TNT hits. That sounds fairly fair.
1: Uh, The other... John Morant makes me feel old. Here's why I have now gotten to the ports of my, or the part of my sports fandom where like, I'm screaming, like he's not following the rules. There's been rules every time that I've grown up. If you talk shit and then the team you've talked shit against wins the championship, you know what happens next show? You shut the fuck up. You're not allowed (laughs) to say anything else. They've won. They get to do a victory lap and they don't have to follow those rules. He is still talking shit, which makes me feel like an old man shaking my fist for my lawn. Like, no, you should be quiet. So he's, He has brought out some sports hate for me, for sure.
2: What's so special about Hero Bread's
1: soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0-1 grams of net carbs, 5-11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co
2: to shop today.
0: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? For sure. The other guy that I would throw into that, and more so than even John Morant,
2: because at least John Morant's talented, yeah. Dylan Brooks, you hack. I just can't stand <laughs> that, dude. I've been calling him a hack for like three or four years. I just, he's basically a more athletic, bigger Della Vadova. He drives me nuts. <laughs> Well, and if
1: Vadova had hurt like the heart and soul of the team out of nowhere, you know, what I mean, like you add in that he took down Gary Payton the second, and we we have like a tangible, real play to yes. place all of our hatred on, which always makes a gigantic difference. All right, I'm gonna push us forward here, and we kind of talked about this one, but this will uh, focus our thoughts. Who will play for Golden State longer, James Wiseman or Moses Moody?
2: Mm. I'm gonna go with Moody. I'm going to go with Moody strictly on the fact that I feel like smaller players can survive in the league. Even a weak draft pick, right? Overall, Corey Brewer stayed in the league forever you know what i mean like he just stayed around forever and like at the low end at his floor i believe he could be a Corey brewer type but defense hit a couple threes be an energy guy off the bench i don't know what his ceiling is well we will see i mean is it as high as pg-13 pg-13 is one of the best players in the league like come on man like that's 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 a tall task to ask for any player let alone moses moody not getting a lot of minutes um i think he's going to stick around a long time and i don't think that's an indictment on james wiseman more the position and the body versus seven footers and their longevity
1: This question. So, I mean, you kind of just distilled it for me. This question is not asking about ceilings. You know, it's, it's asking about floors. Yeah. If I'm looking at the two of them, there's Wiseman went number two for a reason. Mm Modi went 14 for a reason. The ceiling on who Wiseman could be is a lot higher. But the floor already is higher for Moody, and it's that level of competency I think that keeps him here. I think Golden State recognizes that. And I think I think he's gonna spend a long time here. I think Moody's gonna have yeah. his career in Golden
2: State. Let me give two names to you. One of them who does television with my buddy Bonte, that's Festus Azili. I mean, yep. His body gave up on him, you sure. know, and it's not like he wasn't good, he was a good player, not a great player, but a good player, a contributor. His body gave out on him in the, yep. the knee, in the knee, in the knee. And then I look at someone like Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's not that great, but he does small things really well and is kind of versatile. And he's been on like 15 different teams exactly and it feels right. like he's going to play for the next 10, whether that's, that's exactly true or not, right. but you know what I'm saying? Like that's the way I look at Mo- Moses Moody versus James Wiseman. Like what could the, the bare minimum be of those two? I love that. Um, uh, here's our
1: second to last question. This is the last one that's straightforward before we get to the one I'm all fired up for who will be the warriors leading scorer in five years. So let me start in five years. Steph's still in the league, and is he still on the Warriors? Um, and then, if even if the answers to that are yes and yes, is he still the leading scorer in Golden State?
2: Okay. Based off what I know right now, this is such a hard one. I'm going to go Jordan Poole is the leading scorer on the Warriors, and I'm going to say Steph is still in the league coming off the bench for the Warriors. That's what I'm going to say. You think he spends his career here? I do. I do. I think Steph sees the big picture. I think they're going to respectfully keep him around. I think he's worth more to them in the same way Bonds and Magic and Kobe yep. and yep. Larry Bird were worth a jeter to their particular organizations to be a lifer. It just feels like Reggie Miller, Dirk, Kobe, Steph yeah. all stayed in one spot of the the post uh, you know uh, Michael Jordan era. They're like the only ones I can think of. Who stayed in one spot the entirety of their career outside of the triplets in San Antonio? Yeah,
1: um, I think there's a chance Pool is gone. I think really, all these guys. Yeah, I, I, I hope not. And I love who he is, but I also see Pool maybe being that guy who would give up on this infrastructure for a much larger contract somewhere else, you know, like if a Charlotte or somebody gives him a mega star contract Orlando and and he hasn't been paid yet. Yeah. Orlando, sure. Somebody I can see him, you know, like, nah, fuck it. And going and wanting to be the guy Mm -hmm. somewhere else. If he's still here, it's pool. Um, if he's not Wiggins, you know, if if we're right about this Wiggins staying around mm -hmm. and and everybody else kind of skitters out. Um, and then the more entertaining portion of this conversation, what we're talking about Curry, uh, I think Curry is here in five years. I do too. I I don't think he's a leading scorer anymore. Um, And then just to expand it, do you think he, if you had asked me this before the last title, do you think he spends his entire career in Golden State? My answer was going to be no. I think he spends one bullshit year in short. You know, like when he's like 45, you know what I mean? Like, like, because he'll be able to play forever and he'll just be, he'll have his dad's career for a year. He'll just go and shoot three pointers. After this last title, I think no. I I think now I think yeah, it, I'm with he's you. so solidified here. I you know it's it's he is now synonymous with this area the same way Joe Montana was. You know, well, like he he's a. He, I he's think a, he's
2: greater than Joe Montana. Oh, let's then, go, Joe. Well, no, I mean, look, I have the tremendous respect for Joe. Joe didn't play defense. You know, yeah. Joe didn't win without Bill Walsh. I mean, yeah, he had the one year in '89 with with Seifert, and they should have won the following year. Um, I would say that the versions of Steph. Were more diverse than the versions of Joe Montana, and I would say also Steph changed. The Niners were dormant. Right. Don't get me wrong, but what Steph did yeah. to this Warrior team right. is even greater because when we look at that Niner team of the early '80s, it was Bill, Ronnie, and yeah. Fred Dean and right. Joe Montana. It's Steph. Like yeah. we all recognize it and in basketball. One guy has such a dramatic impact on an organization, yeah. on a winning. Katie. don't come here without Steph. No, I love you. Clay 100. don't become Clay without Steph. Absolutely right. right. So I don't know. To me. I didn't. I didn't think someone could supersede Jerry Rice. Number one in terms yeah. of individual accomplishments, greatness. Where I'm awed, like Barry Bonds, and then winning, team winning oh, yeah. the way Joe Montana did. He's unified all three. I love this, um, and I'll, I'll I'll add it. Cherry on top.
1: So like when you have a movie of a, a sports movie is really well done before they're successful, they add vulnerability. You know, yeah. whatever it is, like, here's, here's why they're not going to win. You know, there, there's yeah. no, the Hoosiers, like they don't have the talent. There's no way they're going to go there. And Steph started this shit with vulnerability. They weren't just bad, but the ankle stuff, yeah. you know? And like, we all kind of thought like, oh, he's not going to be able to, you count him out. And then that's when the ascent happens. That's the stuff of movies. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's what really underlines how funny it is. Okay. Final question. And the one I'm excited for. All right. So the question itself is simple please ask Joe the serial question with these people. But the explanation takes a little bit longer. And what this means is this, this listener has been with us for a little while. So I don't know if you remember, but there is a period of time where a podcast serial was like the most fucking popular thing on earth. Okay. And it was about a, uh, an old murder case that they were unraveling, but that's not the thing that, that brought up the question during that podcast. They had someone talk about that. If they had a body that they had to bury, everybody has someone in their life they could turn to and and get the body out of there. And I remember thinking like, well, I don't know if everybody has that dude, but it also began the serial question. And it was, if you had a body to get rid of, is uh-huh. there someone in your life whom you could turn to? And we broke it into two skill sets, skill set one, logistics. Like being, you know, like dealing with the details and like actually knowing where to put the body and get rid of it. And then uh, personality trait two, being able to deal with the authorities, keeping your shit together, you know, being able to present mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and not freak out and get it all together. So back then we did it with, you know, we who would you pick within the NBA?
2: Oh, okay. within the
1: NBA. Uh-huh. How are we? I've done it, you know, between you and I, I've done it like dinner parties. I've done it with couples and no one ever picks their significant other. Like they always say. Yeah, like, I would, I would not either. Yeah, in like my life,
2: time. I would probably pick my dad uh, <laughs> straight up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, love yeah this. I would.
1: Okay. And yeah. I, I, don't give me any more details because the last one is going to ask for a personal one from you. All right. Okay. Well, this person has given us names and they want to know, would you trust this person in this scenario? All right. Okay. So all right. first one. Clay Thompson, you had a body to
2: get no. rid of. Would you trust Clay? Hard he gets enough. too high and too drunk. He would say something on Instagram Live, and I'd know we'd be busted. Or he'd just forget to fucking do it. Exactly. He would just, how
1: do you know? The body would just stay in his fucking yeah, locker yeah. room and
2: go nowhere. Okay. Yeah, Name no. He gets too litty for me.
1: They, and you just... I if the cops came and talked to him, he could handle that part probably. Yeah. You know yeah. like he just wouldn't he talk about something entirely random and exactly. like, "Oh, that's just clay." He could yeah. talk about the body and they wouldn't give a fuck. I yeah, think I'm it's with you. not making sense, but that first part. All right. Number 2. Steph Curry. Would you take him? <sighs>
2: The funny thing is, is that he's so good at everything. Dicing the body up, he'd probably be excellent at it. And you know, you-, you would expect him to have like a gag reflex or something like that. They guys like, oh, I've done this a few times. I well, mean, he's he's too picture perfect.
1: He's also, I get the feeling there's a killer in there. Oh, there know, like is. he he is he is he's is, he is, he is you know I'm, i he's a man of God and a family oh, man. Oh, if you all don't that, think he fought his brother
2: growing up, you're tripping. Yes.
1: Okay, and, and I bet you, you know, he's got a killer instinct and shit. For sure. I, I bet he had, like, I think he could do both sides of this. I think he'd be really Agreed. good with details, and I think yes. he'd be amazing at the interview. All right, next name, Bram Hilsman. What do you think, dude? Would you trust me to do it? Where do I fit in on this? Give me a give me a fucking- a you're, too nice. you're too nice.
2: You're too nice. You're, you're, you're too nice to be able to pull this one off, quite frankly. I don't know if- yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think you could do it. I love you, bro, to death, but I, I think you're too nice because you know why? You'd bring it up in three or four different games. We'd be going to game you know, the, the feds, they were coming up on me. And we probably, both of us have to, like, we like to talk. So I'm sure we would actually discuss it either on the phone or in person, and we would get caught.
1: So I hadn't thought about the, if my phone is bugged thing. like You know, like the, the okay. actual talking, you put me in a room with the cops. I'm doing really well there. Yeah, you know, getting shit from me. I do really well. The actual detail stuff, I'm bad at details, Joe. Like I feel like I feel like I'd fuck that up. Oh. I would like I'd forget where it was or something like that. The and I might I do talk a lot, so it might come out in some kind of
2: surveillance
1: thing. Yeah. So like you might be right to avoid me. Here's you our know, next-
2: if I were to pick in sports, just in all of sports, there are two names that I think of immediately. Bill Belichick.
1: Oh, that would be incredible. Yeah, Although- and the
2: other one is Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll held it in for 10 years that Russell Wilson. Audible at the line, and he was the one who wanted to throw, and not Marshawn Lynch. Think of how good of a friend, let alone a coach, you have to be to someone. And I know Greg Anderson taking the rap for Barry Bonds. Oh, just, that's uh, the kind of friend you need.
1: Yeah, was that the guy I was literally going to say? The guy who like stayed in jail for a yes. while for Barry. Yeah, okay, yes. there you go. I feel like Belichick would be great, but right like. On his deathbed, he would tell people he'd laugh. People to know, yeah, like at the end that he got away with it. So, like, I'm on to the next body, yeah. Like, it would definitely go down. Uh,
2: here's our next name, Bonte Hill. See, here's the problem Bonte would want to have a video about it and want (laughs) to tell everyone that he's the best of all the serial killers because when he does it, he does it with flair. So, there's no way in hell he's ever getting away with that. Plus, B, I love you, you're black, all right, (laughs) and you know the feds are going to be on you.
1: Cool. that cancels out this next name too, Draymond Green. What do you think? Oh, Draymond
2: Green. I mean, come on. Draymond suspect number too. one. He would want to tell you, you know, like well, he
1: would be great. If Draymond decided he was getting away with it, I think he could play the game. And I think he's oriented. all of that. But I also he'd have a little Belichick in him. Oh, no doubt once he got away with it he'd want to tell you there'd be a podcast episode about it
2: hundred percent like first 48 a hundred percent a hundred percent and then he would know he could get away with it on a technicality he'd be talking smack to the inspector that's exactly inspectors. right
1: that's ex- that's why you guys new murderers exactly a whole new fucking take on it here's our last name joe shasky so uh, they, let me guess on you before you tell us what okay. you really think um so the cop component, you'd be phenomenal at. I put you in a room, you're not giving anything up and yeah. you'd be really good at establishing a rapport so you'd spend and that charm. time talking about something else. Yeah, You know, like whatever, you talk yeah. about the road, you talk about other shit, you'd be fine on that. Yeah. Um, the detail stuff, I haven't done enough projects with you, but you strike me as a detail-oriented guy. I like. I think you'd take it seriously um, and I think you'd have people in your life who you could turn to to help get rid of the body. So I think you'd be good at this, although you've... You've now given me a third angle, the surveillance angle, where you may, if you're talking about it with other people, they'd pick it up. But I think you'd be good on that, too. So, oh. Joe, I'm going to give you the fucking the thumbs up on approval here. I, if I had a body to get rid of, I think I could trust Butcher Boy. Am I having off?
2: fun with this? Having fun <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for the feds that are listening. If you're going to do this. You do this in Sonoma County, Mendocino County, where there is a canopy of redwoods, and you could just turn off on any tiny little road. And I'm already thinking about it. Casadero Road. It is straight from uh, whatever that movie is. Deliverance, excuse me. It's like straight (laughs) in the middle of the backwoods. No one would ever find it. You get yourself your shovel like in Goodfellas. No one is ever finding the body if you're coming with me. I'll just guarantee you that. It would be so well-guarded and lost and overrun with nature in, like, less than a year. I wouldn't even remember where it was. See? It doesn't sound like you've thought about this at all, Joe. It oh, like I knew exactly. First, yeah, this, this, you this know what's funny? <laughs> While driving up to a golf course in the remote uh, Gualala area, Sea Ranch area, I literally thought about this and turned to my cousin and said, You know, if you really wanted to dispose of a body, oh, you're know, watching Bob movies the night before, this is where you do it. And he's like, Absolutely. Like, we had this discussion.
1: I mean, if, if I'm on a long drive with you and you tell me that, I get immediately nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm immediately shaded up. I'm texting my wife. You know, like like go ahead and keep track of if I don't call you in the next fucking 15 minutes. Well, that's
2: minutes, that's the other thing. There's no service out there, so you don't <laughs> have to worry about
1: texting anyone. Oh, you bastard. Okay. Uh, you know, mental note, don't go to Gualala with Joe Shasky. Who exactly. Knows, who knows what could ultimately happen. Joe, appreciate you, man. Been looking forward to doing this one. You uh you met every expectation. And for people who need way more,
2: put your boy in their life. Where should they go? Go on YouTube. I mean, forget even listening on the radio these days. We're literally everywhere. The radio, 95.7 The Game. But go on YouTube, search 95.7 The Game, hit subscribe. All right, you, you'll see my ugly mug every single day with Bonte Hill, the, the face and voice of Warrior Basketball. And a guy you don't want to trust
1: with a body, you know what I mean? No. Which is, I mean, it is what it is uh, for us. In fact, perfect transition. This we- is what he would say, Bram. Hey, Mully,
2: Mully, you know where I buried that body. You know who's the best at cutting it up. I mean, he would have the full jumpsuit and everything like Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg at the end of The Departed. Like, he would be all about that. and He'd shoot a commercial for NBC. The hair thing. percent you know, The thing over his hair, the shit over 100%. his hair. 100%. Like he's painting
1: a house. Yeah, he's just nailing it. He's an exterminator on the loose. Uh, but the the perfect transition and the connection for us is we are going to be releasing a YouTube channel nice. for this next season. So please look forward to that for now. We only have one media presence or social media presence. That's Twitter at Warriors Huddle. That in mind, go warriors. And hopefully see you next week.